Dropping bombs on your family, it's never easy. Dropping bomb on really on anybody is, is never easy. You, you know the, that phrase, right? Like you get some kind of big news and you just drop it on somebody. Well, we every Thanksgiving back when we – and I've really honestly been doing this for a long time now. But uh, basically we asked the question on the radio show, which is like who's dropping a bomb on their family this Thanksgiving? I think we do it for Christmas too. And every year we just get some crazy story of somebody that has to confess something. Well, we did this back in 2010. And like when it comes to like family and religion and everything tied together, this story got a little uncomfortable. And you'll see why when we look at a moment in Kramer history today on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's going on? Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. Almost Thanksgiving. Isn't that crazy? Like the year is almost over blows my mind um welcome so glad you're here this is your first episode or now almost what 397 397 yeah uh, we got three principles on this podcast it's live laugh love your mom which means we live our lives out loud we laugh a lot and we love my mom my co-host nancy yancy hi mom hi honey one thing i want to talk about today is we finally as a family which i don't lord have mercy um we sat down and we watched the way down documentary that I've been kind of talking about on HBO Max, right? This is the documentary about a woman that's started this like, I guess it was kind of like a Christian-based weight loss program. And then somehow that turned into, I'm going to start a church around those same principles. And then it just kind of went haywire and <laughs> just all kind of principles from like, and I, I don't want to give away too much, well, whatever. If you, if, like, if you want to, if you just don't want to be surprised and you're watching this, then you can fast forward. It's only three episodes. Uh, but I, we as a family collectively watched it. Now, before I get to my mom's review of it, like, what a mess. First off, trying to find a movie for seven different people is like the worst <laughs> oh, thing ever, right? So, <laughs> so like me and my mom wanted to watch it, and so did John, my Mr. Maggie's husband, and Dr. Maggie. They wanted to watch it. Well, Aunt, who is my brother's husband was like not into it my dad would like come in and out of it he'd like come in to get so interesting and then be like disgusted and leave and then he'd come back in and like watch it and my brother i forget what my brother felt about it but well he wasn't so it was there like, that night oh that's right that he wasn't was the there for the first he got there yeah we watched he wasn't it there the first night so uh yeah. mom i wanted to i want to talk to you about this i wanted to get your um your your feedback on this documentary or docu-series, I guess, called The Way Down on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. You know, brainwashing is an amazing thing to me, and, and we see it all the time. But I'm always amazed how a group of people can follow a leader that is obviously all about themselves Mm -hmm. Um, and not be able to see through the narcissism of that and the greed. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it it just seems so obvious to me. But I know that that cult mentality, you get into a group, everyone starts to believe it, and then your peers are, you know, convincing you it's the way to go and the thing to do. and, And then all of a sudden, it's this mass of people who are all having this common belief around a figure just mm-hmm. because this person of power says it's so. 
Right. And, I mean, it happens in religion all the time. Well, all you know, my mom, you got to remember, my mom was a deacon. Are, are you still a deacon? I guess you're still a deacon. I am. I'm, I'm just retired. Deacon, which right. is like a, like a priest delight, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like you, I mean, you're obviously really involved with the church. And mm-hmm. I mean, so what is your insight on that? Because it's almost like these people, and there are thousands of people that got behind mm-hmm. this. I think I said about two mm-hmm. to 3,000 people in the church. How mm-hmm. in the world do you think it, they just blindly kind of follow somebody based on Christianity like this. Like from your experience alone, like did you, mm-hmm. with your time in the church, do you think that people just accept anything that people say as long as they're saying that I'm a preacher, that I am close to God, that I am, you know, because I what think- happens in this documentary, again, fast forward if you don't want to hear this part, what happens right. is they end up like this, they, she starts to convince people. Like one thing obviously is a weight loss thing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden she's like, she's against divorce the whole time until she wants to get divorced. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. divorce is okay for some people, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. mainly her. Then, so the last episode is like, I think the first two are just kind of whatever. The and last the episode though. children, remember that? Yeah, that's where it starts to get crazy. So mm-hmm. this, uh, she convinces them that spanking and like disciplining mm-hmm. kids until they cry is like mm-hmm. the way to do it because you are closer to God than they are. And mm-hmm. so you have to like basically whip them and one kid actually died. So spoiler alert again, but one kid actually died yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a follower of this church and they have yes. it on tape with her saying um, uh, that, you know, uh, this woman like called, she called in, it was a com, I don't remember, but she was like, yeah, you know, and then we're just so proud. We were, you know, we had to, had to lock our son in his room for 48 hours with just his Bible mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, you know, just enough food to stay alive, but he sure is a different person now. Mm-hmm. I mean, how does that happen, mm-hmm. Mom? Like, and you're just, just with what you know about, you know, mm-hmm. Christianity or any type of religion. Like, how does it get that far? Well, I don't think it's just religion. I I just think that when you have a group of lost souls that are searching for something to cling to, and yeah. a group that believes in them. And that they can feel a part of, that's incredibly dangerous. It's incredibly mm. dangerous. And that's what happened. That entire community was brainwashed by this woman and her beliefs. And right. um, you know, it I mean, it happens it happens a lot. And and I have to say that's one thing I do love about the Episcopal Church is that it's based on reason, scripture, scripture and tradition, and they they really want you to think. <laughs> they yeah. encourage you to think. They encourage you to question everything. This is a plug, the by the way. Is this, really... this is an endorsement for the Episcopal Church. <laughs> well, uh, well, She's getting paid for this. Ju- <laughs> not just so I better much get about back on this. <laughs> not just so much about the church, but when we question things, we really find the answers, right? Yeah. We yeah. typically have the answers within us. We don't need to rely on a group of people to tell us this is the way it is. Right. Now, you may believe some of the same things this group does, but you should question. You said you should definitely question everything. Sure. And and that is one thing I, I learned in the Episcopal Church. And one reason that I do love and adore it is because I didn't grow up in that faith. I grew up in a right. fundamentalist home. And so for the first time, I was like, oh, you mean I can question this? 
Like I just don't have to outright just say it and memorize it. And, you know, that I can actually learn to understand what it really means to me and for me. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was so tragic, but all cults are tragic. Right. Um, I mean, oh, it's just sad. It was very sad to me. Sure. To watch these um, people. If you'll, um, you know, go and um, and check it out and see what you think about the documentary. I thought I thought it was well done, Mom. Uh, on a one to ten scale or an a, a to F scale, whatever scale you want to use, what do you give the, the docu series the way down? Oh, I think it was very well done. Yeah, yeah, I think it was very well done. I think the subject I mean, matter was you got to give it a grade. Was not good, but I think. Are you talking about how it was done, or what it was about? Overall, like, did you how much you enjoyed it? Um, overall, I didn't really enjoy it much because I find it so abhorrent that people are that way, yeah. But the way that it was presented, I think, was well done. So, the grade you're going to give it is so I'm going to give it a C. Overall, a A C. C. Wow, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. (laughs) I would give it a B. I think it's a well, if you like those kind of just in depth kind of stories, um, Mm -hmm. and you're fascinated by cults and things like that, then um, I would, I I recommend it. I give it a B plus. My mom gives it a C and then we'll Mm -hmm. wrap it up for today. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you, anybody ever leave the dentist feeling like you're just getting screwed? We're back (laughs) on this topic again. We're back on this topic, man. I had to go to the dentist today and Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's, I always am a little skeptical. The only dentist I've never been skeptical of, by the way, is Omni Dental in San Diego. Highly recommended, mm-hmm. not getting paid to say this, never been paid by them one time. I just mm-hmm. think that it is a really, he's a really, Dr. Stevens is a really good dentist. Mm-hmm. And he's just, every other dentist in that, I just always like question, right? So mm-hmm. I, I walk in today and, you know, you sit down in the chair and I almost, I'm almost like, no, it's coming. And she's all poking around my teeth. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> looks good. Oh, I'm like, all right, here we go. You know, and I was almost had the attitude like, here we freaking go. Like, mm-hmm. what's it going to be today? Well, apparently over the last six months, I have uh, a contracted gingivitis. Oh. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, oh, I thought that's only what old people get. But then mm. again, I'm 40. It's fine. Um, I'm <laughs> not 40 yet. Don't I, rush I it. I feel 40. I feel it. Okay. Um, okay. Today. And so, you know, they're sitting down there. Oh, you know, we can do this gum treatment for you. Oh, you know, we oh, can do yeah. this. We got this special toothpaste you can buy. Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wait to get this done. I would get on it. Mm-hmm. And then she starts telling me, she's like, Hey, I just need to let you know this. And this is what I'm like, wow, that, I don't know. Like as a non-dental professional, it's like going to the mechanic, <laughs> right? Like you just don't know. <laughs> She's like, I don't know if you know this or not, but, um, you know, they're, they're, they think that most strokes uh, happen oh, because no. of, of bad dental care. I'm sorry to laugh, but I have read yeah, that. It's bad dental care. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you don't want to have a stroke, do you? She didn't say that really, but I mean, that's kind of how it felt. Mm-hmm. was like, uh-huh. what? Like, how, how do you say, no one who says, who says, no, I want to have a stroke. Nobody says that. <laughs> Nobody says that. So then I'm leaving, like, every time I leave there, I feel like I'm like a nervous wreck. You know, like, how did I have perfectly clean teeth and no issues in San Diego? And I get here and now I've got gingivitis, two of my teeth are falling out, bone decay. And you're going to have a stroke. I'm going to have a stroke. I'm going to have a stroke. And so then, like, don't you almost question that a little bit? Like, how, like, so who, now I'm almost questioning, maybe, maybe I shouldn't recommend Dr. Stevens. Maybe he didn't, like, know anything. And this one was like, you're about to die. 
<laughs> and of course, like hundreds of dollars later, I can fix all of these issues. Well, like, right. I just don't oh, know. Yeah. I just oh, yeah. always leave the dentist feeling so skeptical. And I didn't know that was just a me thing. So I was leaving. I was like, I, I was like sitting in the lo- or walking out through the lobby and like just seeing those people sitting here. I'm like, I wonder if they also feel very skeptical by the time they leave here. <laughs> Mom, when you go to the dentist, like, do you, do you feel when you leave or do you just say, okay, I'm going to 100% because you know me, I'm not a very trusting person. Right. Do you just put blind trust in these people and you're just like, no. I'll do no, it. Whatever you say, no, I'll just do it. No. So what do you do? So when I first moved to Dawsonville, I went to a dental group, like it was a national group, and they told me that I needed like, I don't know, $5,000 worth of gum work. Same thing, yeah. right? Yeah. And I said, uh, no, I don't think so. I'm not I'm not signing up for that. And I called my my dentist, my little small town dentist that I'd gone to forever, and went and had an evaluation. He said, do not do that. You do not have a gum problem. And those people try to upsell you, and they're notorious for it. Do not go back there. So then I went to another dentist that's a smaller group. It's not a national group. It's just, you know, a a dentist, an independent uh, dental office. And the first hygienist that cleaned my teeth there said, oh, I'm going to refer you to our periodontist because you have some gum problems and and I want you to see them before you come back the next time. I said, okay. And I'm thinking, I don't really have gum problems. I'm not going to do that. It was during COVID. I go the next time and it's a different hygienist. And she goes, oh my God, your teeth look so great. Like you have no gum problem, <laughs> nothing. And the yeah, same so dentist came like, in and looked at my teeth and said, wow, you're doing really great things. So I don't know if that first hygienist oh didn't my note. God. So definitely go somewhere else yeah. and try to find a private practice. Don't go to anything that's a chain. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm just feeling you like, may, oh, you may have the same. It may be the same opinion, but- I would definitely get a second one. Just know if I have a stroke that it was because I um, I didn't brush my teeth. <laughs> because well you had gingivitis. There should be no fear, uh, no mm-hmm. or no no concern. It was just literally mm-hmm. I have gingivitis apparently. So it's crazy. I don't know. That I'm just shaking crazy. my head over this today. Let's do no. um, let's do our mom tent. So on Wednesday we do mom tent, and that is my mom and her content. And when we first started this podcast, every day she'd bring something to the podcast and i was like yeah i don't know mom i'm not sure about that one or let's just let's just wait it out and just see how we feel because it was just just a lot she gets a lot of chain letters and stuff and i'm like (laughs) chain letters i mean she does all of a sudden she's like did you know if you you don't respond to this jesus will hate you i'm like what mom like do not get 15 minutes or you'll go to hell i was like oh pretty lofty <laughs> claim. I get those on my text messages, not in my email. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I just don't oh, I don't trust her over here. I don't trust this Nancy Nancy. Oh, yeah, gosh. newsletters. So here's all these newsletters. And so I'm just like, all right, once a week, you, you can bring your favorite one to the show. And it's called Mom Tent. And uh, it's, uh-huh. here we go for today. Okay. It's by one of my favorite authors, um, he does a blog and medium, but I'm not going to try to pronounce his name until I Google it so that I can pronounce it correctly. Okay. Um, but you can link it in the show notes and people can can read it. Five things to give up if you want happier and healthier relationships. Are you ready, Kramer? 
I am ready. This is nothing I want more. And if you want to hear about a failed relationship, you can go listen to Kramer and Jess <laughs> oh, on Spencer. I mean, uh, Kramer and Jess on demand from uh, uh, the 16th. So, yeah. Hallelujah. Uh, and that girl's gone. Yeah, it was a mess. Mm-mm. Dodged a bullet. Um, give up your need to be in any sort of relationship. Mm, yes. Uh huh. Yes. I think you've done that. You can speak to that if you'd like. Well, yeah, this, I mean, absolutely. What does it say over there, though? But I'll. Well, this guy says he used to be a serial monogamist. He'd be in a string of relationships, uh, situationships, or friends with benefits that both parties knew were something deeper but never admitted to. And I did all of this because I never wanted to be alone, ever. I needed to be mm. in some sort of relationship at all times. And he says it caused him to stay in a relationship way longer than he should have. Because he just felt like he had to be in one. Mm, yeah, I mean, no. yeah, I feel like I feel like it's like there's a, a hump, and I've seen this with a couple of my divorce friends. It happens probably around year three, to where you're not just jumping from one thing to another to another to another to another to another. You know, like, and, mm-hmm. and I see some of my early divorce friends right now, like trying to make it happen. I remember that feeling of like, I just have to find someone. I just mm-hmm. need someone, you know, mm-hmm. like, yo, I don't, I, I like, I, I, I get in my bed at night. I feel so good. Mm-hmm. I stretch <laughs> out. I can, I can turn my phone on and watch whatever I want. I can, <laughs> I can sit on TikTok for an hour if I want to. I can, you know, uh-huh. my uh-huh. lights, cut, like honestly, one of the greatest things of not having to be in a relationship right or not, not wanting to be in a relationship right now mm-hmm. is I can literally, and this, and this is not going to make sense to a lot of people, but if somebody's going to get me on this. I can literally wake up in the morning and turn the light on. And like, that is such a freaking <laughs> gift. You know, for nine years, 10 years, I had to literally use the light from my cell phone to do everything. Jeez. I had to like tiptoe around my own house. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah. But like getting yeah. to that was, a, it was hard. It was hard. It was a hard mentality. You're so used to being in a relationship. And uh-huh. then when you get over, I promise you. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that when I find somebody it's going to be such a good person for me because I know exactly what I want. And I don't, mm-hmm. like, I'm not requiring to be in a relationship right now. I'm not like, Oh my God, I gotta be just somebody, I gotta be somebody, you know, like, which, which I know for sure I was before, you know? So mm-hmm. that's right. That's yep. what he says. He says, replace the word need with the word want and pursue the relationships you want to be in and stay in a relationship because you want to, not because you feel obligated and don't use relationships to fill a void because you're afraid to be alone. Yep, so, yep, 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 to you. yep, yep. Okay, giving give up holding on to your past traumas. Often you carry trauma from your old relationships into your new ones. And this trauma doesn't just come from romantic relationships. It comes from fa- friends, family, everywhere. In a weird way, once you build an identity based on past trauma, you tend to seek it out again e.g. people who say they're tired of dating a certain type of person, but Mm -hmm. inevitably date people who are exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he says, you know, how do you make sure the trauma of your past isn't affecting your current relationships? First, you have to go to work on letting go of your trauma, period. Mm -hmm. Some people use therapy, others meditation and reflection. Whatever it is you have to do, you have to get in touch with it so that you're not destined destined to repeat the cycles of trauma. Because yeah, that that's is for what sure. we all do. That is yeah, what we I, all that's do. honestly something that I'm still working on. Like it's hard mm-hmm. to not assume that your new 
relationship is going to go like your last relationship. It's hard. Mm-hmm. How could you not? It's like what you right. are fearful of, right? I'm super fearful that I'm going to get into a relationship with someone that's going to have an affair. Yeah. So like, it's something I'm working on and yeah. I'm glad that I'm working on it and I'm recognizing it. Uh, yes. But it's still something that I've, I've got some work to do. So I like that one. Okay. Yeah. Next. Give up toxic relationships at all cost. He says, I had a best friend in college with who I spent nearly every waking hour with. They both bonded. We both bonded over our struggles. We were broke, stressed out, and in search of a better future, but not quite there. He had a good heart deep down, but he was a negative person. And eventually I started to turn my own life around. And then he started to notice that the changes he was making and felt the need to get rid of this person because they mm-hmm. were dragging him down. Right. And so he was doing like, like you said, uh, not too long ago about doing an assessment of your relationships. Um, yeah, you got to, you know, like yeah. honest to God, you have to, because uh, my friend circle now is so small. I had this conversation mm-hmm. actually with a friend this week because she's kind of going through a transition now where she's just, becoming somebody that she, I mean, we, and I don't know if it's like a thirties thing where you just, you know, you kind of wake up and you're kind of like, who am I now? And like, who am Mm -hmm. I still like associating with? And she was having a really hard time because she was saying she feels lonely because none of her friends really speak to her the same way anymore. You know, like they just don't like, she'll go hang out with them. But like when she does, she's not getting the same kind of satisfaction. And it's like a really lonely feeling because she's like, well, if I don't have these friends then what do I have? And listen, it was one of the hardest transition, like to make your circle smaller, or to mm-hmm. change your circle. Like, obviously, I've had to change my circle a couple of different times. Um, mm-hmm. I would say the first time I closed my circle in a tighter was when I first lost my radio job in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't like the feeling because at first I was like, it was just a catch all. I was so happy that people loved me. I just I wanted to be friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. And then when they all went away, I didn't have the job anymore. I was like, I don't like this anymore. So I narrowed my circle a little bit. And then when I, you know, I gave up all the things that just don't, are, aren't right for me anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I gave up, alcohol when i gave up partying when i gave up all that stuff i mean the circle became even smaller and it and and while it does feel lonely at times i've got like five solid people in my life that are so well Mm -hmm. attuned to who i am understand me get me don't question me don't pressure me you know to like make bad choices or do things that aren't going to be good for me and i love that Uh but it was kind of like an isolating thing to you know to get used to so i guess yeah what number are we on and that was three there's Let's five. just do one more, the one, and we'll leave the fifth one to re, just choose one. We'll leave one more to the uh, they can go read the rest of what they want to hear. Okay, I'll skip number four because I like number five. Okay. Give up your armor, and he says uh, he quotes this. He he quotes Michael Singer: "Closing your heart does not really protect you from anything; it just cuts you off from your source of energy. If you make list of how the world must be for you to be open." You have limited your openness to those conditions. Better to be open no matter what. So he's saying that you have got to have positive emotions and to really think about, uh, have a better understanding of who you are, what you want, and who'd be the right type of person to bring into your life, just like you said earlier. But he's also willing to give every new person a chance Without painting the context of past relationships on onto their and onto them, um, and I don't so, know that I'm there yet. I don't know. I'm working yeah. on that part. I'm working on. It. I'm yeah. just kind of like 
Eh, we'll see. Don't hurt me. Just stay open. It's just just stay so open. annoying. It's just annoying. It's literally annoying. So I'm just like, I don't really have time for it. It's just annoying. So anyway, I would go, I recommend going to listen to, if you like all the dating stuff, um, Kramer and Jess on demand from the 16th from yesterday. Uh, Cause I just, mm-hmm. it'll prove you how annoying the dating world is. So <laughs> there we go. All right. Quote for today, mom. Okay, you know I've got to switch now. You've got to hang on. I know this is the. But we need music. You know, like, on hold music or something like. All right, are you ready? Right. ready. Na, 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 na. Yeah, almost like Jeopardy. Yeah. Right. Okay, it's from Jordan Peterson. He whose life has a why can bear almost any how. He whose life has a why can bear almost any how. So what that says to me is that you need to have a purpose and you need to know why you are investing in that and why it's important to you, what matters. And then once you know that, then you can figure out how to make it happen. Say it one more time. He whose life has a why can bear almost any how. He so if you know why. what you, if you know <laughs> why, hang on, you know why, yeah. yeah. So if you know why you want something in life, which means that you've really, um, that you've really opened your heart to it and your mind, and you have, you know, what your purpose is. Right. Then you can bear almost anything it takes to get to that oh, got thing. It. Got it. Right? You have a purpose. Like that's your purpose yes. of like getting there. Yeah, that's how I'm okay. interpreting that. Yeah. yeah. No, I like that one. It made me think for for a second. Um, yeah. Yeah, you just but can't. You have I mean, to what have it, it, it kind of goes back. It kind of goes back to what we're talking about when it comes to like relationships and people around you. Like, why are you friends with these people? Yeah. Is it because you have been friends with them for twenty years? Yeah. Is it because you have, you know, you, you live in the same neighborhood? Is it because you went to high school together? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because you're the same mom group. Like why, like what, what are they bringing to you and what are you, are you bringing to them? Like, I feel, I feel like that's just one thing we can all be so much more intentional about. And mm-hmm. again, any of it, like why, why mm-hmm. are we doing any of this? Right. Why do we do what like, we do? Yeah. And if you figure out why you're doing what you do and why you want to do what you do, then I think yeah, how you're going to get it done in the life that you want is so much easier than just yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm friends with this person. We've been friends with since we were eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, like, no, don't get me wrong. Like Dan and I have been since friends since we, we were we were four. But uh not four, right. sorry, fourth grade, not four. Fourth grade. Uh, but <laughs> but Dan and I our our friendship keeps evolving, you know, like it keeps mm-hmm. evolving as we go, you know. And mm-hmm. while we don't see eye to eye on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we Nor still have, to. no, we still have like those core values, uh, mm-hmm. that are the same. And so, right. you know, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's really hard to get rid of a friend because you are like leveling up. It's not, like, it, mm-hmm. it almost doesn't seem fair, but you mm-hmm. almost know you have to get rid of them if you're going to be happy, you know? Yes. And you also and so, know why Dan means so much to you. Yeah. Maybe yeah. You know why. Absolutely. You know? That yeah. guy is there for me no matter what. Oh and, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Has been, you know. And been, likewise, so. you've done you've done the same yeah. for him. I gotta call him so, tonight. Yeah, he's got so, some, 
some more dating drama. So I got to oh my, <laughs> call that guy here in just a couple of seconds. So. Oh, God. He's got to right, get I'm off all... those dating sites, but I, I know, know he's up I know. there. He's lonely. Talk about relationships. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. He's dying. So much different though when you're in yeah, Watertown, New York, probably. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the witch's brew before we get to a moment in Kramer history. Uh, the witch's brew is from our friends at bear and bloom and it is a a facial toner. And I gotta be honest, before I started working with bear and bloom, I had no idea what a facial toner was, but I gotta be Mm -hmm. honest. I like it. I like it. My face Mm -hmm. never felt cleaner. Mom, you know that you use it. Uh, I gotta be honest. I don't use it every night. I don't use Mm -hmm. it every night. Mm -hmm. Uh, but when I do use it, I really, I feel like while my face feels fresh, Yes. It feels like rejuvenated, I think, is probably the better word. So Bear and Bloom is this natural hair and skin line that we work with and we, we fully endorse. And if you wonder why my mom looks, you know, 45 but is oh. it's 68, <laughs> 59, <laughs> like that's that's a lot of the, a lot of credit is <laughs> owned you, to, honey. Uh, oh, to Bear and Bloom. <laughs> no, seriously, I get that all the time. I was like, your mom looks so young and you, you take Aww. great care of your skin. So uh, I do. let's talk about – Talk about the witch's brew and and why it's so great for Baron Blue, Mom. Well, I have always believed in only putting good things on my skin. It's the yeah. largest organ you have. It's very important, and I've all I have always taken great care of my skin. And one of the things that I do is I make sure that I know that it's all natural and that it's also good for me. I need right. to know what's in it. I don't need to read all these chemicals on the back of a bottle and have no idea what they are or what they may do to me. Um, So, you know, Baron Bloom is so pure, so clean, all their products. I love everything I've used and I've used just about everything in there between um, Jim and I. And we just uh, both love it because it's so good for you and they take such great care. I forget the website, but this like freaked me out. Cause when we started with bear and bloom, I was like, I want to make sure that we're like, I, I kind of know what I'm talking about. Cause it, mm-hmm. skincare has kind of been a, I would say a secondary thought before we started working with bear and bloom. And yes. I, so like, I forget the website, but I'm sure you can Google it. And like, it'll tell you like the ingredients, how toxic the ingredients are mm-hmm. that you put into your skincare and your hair care. It'll like mm-hmm. freak you out. Yes. It'll freak you out. Like gingivitis was like the least of my worries when I was using other <laughs> crap from the, yeah, the drugstore. No you know? like, honest to God, it was like, mm-hmm. it would freak you out. So do that. Yes. I would maybe type in like cosmetic clean report. I don't remember what it was, but it's like, wow. And type in what you have. And it's like, wow. Okay. This mm-hmm. is not, stuff's not good. Everything with Bear and Bloom, completely all natural products. It's going to help, especially with the witch's brew. It's going to help you regulate your skin's natural oils and promote healing, not just like cover them up and strip it down. So I want you to go try the witch's brew and tell us how clean your face feels. And I will give you a 20% off coupon to go try it out. Bear and Bloom. It's B-A-R-E and Bloom dot, I'm sorry, naturals. Bear and Bloom naturals.com. Bear and Bloom naturals.com. Bear and Bloom naturals.com. Coupon code for this one is Kramer. And you're going to get 20% off. Your first purchase from Bear and Bloom. We love these guys. Please go support them because I'm I'm actually just a fan of their family too, not just the brand. So. Oh, they're such wonderful people. Good mm. people over there, right? Good people and a small family business that we all want to support. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to get some holiday shopping done, and I know the guys, listen, guys were hard to buy for. I'm hard to buy for. And like Secret you Santa's are. coming up and it's like, what do you get guys? 
I get it. Unless your man's like, I want this. I want a PlayStation 5 or whatever. Like, let me recommend that you check out Mac Weldon's website. Mac Weldon has all the essentials to keep your man stylish and comfortable throughout the season. I just got a haul from them. Uh, this came in, well, it was here over the weekend. I just was, was trying these things on from comfortable socks to slippers, pajama pants, um, super comfortable um, uh, long johns. Like, who's this mm-hmm. guy? I never thought I'd be wearing long johns in my life, but uh, oh, but yeah. I am. All of this stuff, literally, and it's it's great for, I'd say it's great for your husband. It's great for your dad. Like, if you're if you're looking for a great gift for your dad, Mack Weldon stuff, I mean, their Ace sweatshirts and sweatpants, and also their uh, their warm knit collections, perfect for your holiday routine for, for a guy, or just for gifts, for gifts, people, for gifts, for gifts. So this stuff is warm. It is comfortable. It's going to feel like you're like just that your, your man's going to feel like he's in a blanket constantly. I'm a big fan of this stuff. 20% off your first order. Go to MacWeldon.com slash Kramer. Enter the promo code Kramer. That's MacWeldon.com slash Kramer. And the promo code is Kramer for 20% off. Mac, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com slash Kramer. Promo code Kramer for 20% off. Mac Weldon, get it right this holiday season. All right, uh, we'll get to a moment in Kramer history here in a second. Before we do, certified fans, we'll say hello to you first. How cool was it yesterday, by the way, Mom? You see that we, you know, Carissa was our certified uh, fan of the day, right? Yeah. She was actually on the podcast. So she was on the podcast, right? And uh-huh. then she was, um, she, we had a call her on the podcast talking about the whole, I'm, I'm going to kill my husband thing. Then uh-huh. she's a certified fan of the day. And then yesterday when the day it aired, it was her freaking birthday. Oh Did you no. know that? It was her birthday too. Yeah, it was perfect. No, so like I she got looked literally, at the fans page. Oh my God. Yeah, three is on her birthday. She also was a certified fan uh, of the day, so that's awesome. So certified fans so are people awesome. that donate $5 a month to the podcast. And like we're just super appreciative because it really does keep this thing going. So we just asked, listen, if you enjoy this podcast and you want to keep it going, we're very, very, very lowly supported by advertising, mostly by certified fans. So we are have a, a massive amount of appreciation for you guys. So if you want to support our podcast, you want to know how you can keep it going, you can text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Okay, text fans to 888-Kramer8. And uh, I'm going to spin the wheel. When you join, you get a bunch of perks. And one of them is a shout out on the podcast, a whole episode dedicated to you. When we don't have somebody new, you can't hear that, can you? Um, no, you want me to do it? I got it do, now. Do, 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 do. Switch the speaker over. Certified fan number two. And that's I already know oh, who that is. We did. Wait, actually, who is number two? Is that is that Aunt Charlene? No, I think she's number one. I think number is two it, is Jimmy uh, Mac. I think it might be. Hang on, let me let me get this right. Okay, though. okay. Uh, certified fan number two. Oh, by the way, so yeah, joined by uh, texting the word fans. F A N S eight 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 Kramer eight. Thank you very much. Appreciate mm-hmm. it very much. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Mac fan fan number two. So <laughs> okay, who knew? Actually, wait. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Yeah, it is. It's certified fan number two is Jimmy Mack. Okay. That's my dad. Okay. So, okay. Thank awesome. you, dad. Appreciate <laughs> that. Um, all right, mom. Should we, uh, always, should we give dad a whoop Always whoop? there for us. Absolutely. <laughs> whoop, whoop to J-Mack. Yep. <laughs> so thank you, dad, for being certified fan number two. Uh-huh. Here since the, actually, my dad joined a day early. That's why. Because I was like, how is he number two? He joined <laughs> right. before we even like talked about it. So he's the second certified fan. <laughs> you uh, you can text You can text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. We really appreciate it. 
And join oh, our fan I, page. I love our fan fam so much. It's great, right? Oh, it's I, great love group of people. I love like that. I love that community God, of folks. Who needed, who needed prayers yesterday? I forget who it was. Honestly, I don't. I'm, Marcy. I'm, I'm like, well, Marcy, but there's somebody else yesterday that was like, hey, I forget. Was it somebody Desiree. having surgery? I, I don't remember, but it was like, hey, can you pray for yeah. me? And literally, like 30 people were like, yeah, totally. We got you. So, yes. like, it's just, I don't know. It's just a cool group. Yeah, it's fans, so good. F A N S. Text that to 888-Kramer8. All right? Mm-hmm. Mom, that's it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. I love you forever. A moment in Kramer history! Thanksgiving edition. Choo-choo-choo. Welcome to a moment in Kramer history. This is when we look back on my radio career. And we uh, just kind of laugh at some of the things we got away with. This honestly wasn't that funny. I, I might still do this bit this year, to be honest with you. It's who's dropping a bomb on their family. And like we talked about earlier, just dropping some kind of big news in your family's lap, like during Thanksgiving. And uh, we get every year we get a call, at least one or two calls. And this one, I, it's so funny listening back because I'm like, God, like this is when I was like married and like had no idea what the future held for me. I'm going to give you part one today and we'll follow part two tomorrow. because This episode is getting pretty long. So I'll give you part two on tomorrow's podcast. But um, here is your moment Kramer history from 2010. Simple question this morning, which is who is dropping a bomb on their family this Thanksgiving? Like yeah. you're going to reveal some kind of information to your family. They have no idea yeah. is even coming. Holly did this. This is how we got this idea segment a few years back. We've done this every Thanksgiving since. It's true. Um, I was actually just remembering about it because um, back in 07, Thanksgiving oh. of 07, I actually had to drop a bomb on my family and I waited until we were in a little prayer circle before we ate. <laughs> and we all said, you know, oh, I'm so thankful for this, that. And I said, um, I just want to let everybody know that I'm moving to Florida. Yeah. And my family was just flabbergasted, but that I had to tell them sometimes. So what better time than when everyone's gathered? That's what seems to be the time of year that you do it. Is it these mm-hmm. big family functions? Will you call us right now? 230-W-I-L-N. 230-9456. If you're dropping a bomb on your family this Thanksgiving, we want to find out. Okay, Katie, uh, we're calling her Katie at least on the voice disguiser this morning. Is got a tough one, man. Yes. Katie, this, this may be one of the biggest bombs of all time, I would say. Yeah. Um, how do we even start this story? I guess you kind of have to know your... Uh, well, I guess let's talk about the bomb. Talk about the bomb that you're planning on dropping to the family. Um, I have to tell my parents um, that I'm getting a divorce. Yeah. That you're getting a divorce. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh I didn't hear the last word. Yeah, yeah getting divorce. a divorce. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. That's awkward. Um, now you got to explain why, uh, why this is such a big deal, because I think your family is going to freak the heck out. So um, they, they are huge, big Bible thumpers. Uh, so they're not really into the whole divorce. They don't believe in divorce. Thing. Yeah. My dad is the, is the leader of the divorce group at my church, so that's kind of another reason it's so freaking weird, you know? I'm sorry, he's the what? He's a, um, he's a leader at, um, of a divorce group at our church. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't hear it. I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit. Can you say that again? My my dad, this is why another reason it's so awkward, he is the leader of a divorce group at my church. Like a, a divorce group, a.k.a. like... This is how you counsel each other? People who the, are divorced? Like or? anti-divorce, like for divorce or, or not to get divorced? No, not to get divorced. Uh, that's so awkward. So he's going to go in next uh, week, next Sunday, and be like, all right, 
you know, divorcees and hopefully so my, my daughter So he feels a bit. Do they have any idea that you are, because are you divorced or are you separated right now? Separated. Okay. It's going through right now. Okay. Okay. Oh so how long have you been separated as of, uh, as of today? Um, about six months? Okay. Seven months. Seven months. Oh okay. That's horrible. Yeah. And so how long were you two married? Nine years. Oh, oh my. And, I mean, oh. I'm sure you've asked yourself this many times. I'm just trying to maybe stop, not cause some heartache. Are you uh, sure you want to get divorced? Is there any way you could go back? Yeah, what happened? Like, what is the, uh, what was the issue here? Um, well, in my fault, my fault, my fault, I fully take responsibility for what I did. I, um, I got into a bad situation with this guy. And, uh. um. I had cheated on my husband. Yeah. So, so there's one. no pat. I would imagine <laughs> that there's no patching things up on his end. It's done. So. No. no so, not really. So what are you afraid of here? What are you? How do you think? I mean, you know your parents. What are they going to do? Um, disown me. Give me the cold shoulder treatment. Um, I hate that. You know, it, it's just I. It's like walking on eggshells. Uh, what are you planning on doing? Like, are you going to tell them? I mean, is he going to go with you, or are you going to and like just tell show them the up news? Or is, are you guys? Well, it's been seven months. I mean, are y'all even? He, what's what's the deal here? Well, I asked him. I just wanted to be come along with me and play along. Like, you know, I tried for three weeks to get him to come. And, you know, play like he's still my husband. Oh and my um, he, it just ain't going to happen. Yeah, that, I can imagine that probably wouldn't go over too well, which, I mean, kudos to you for trying. Um, but he's probably like, um, no. God. So, so they had no idea that you're coming by yourself. No. Okay. All right. Yeah, this is what I'm definitely interested in, in finding so out I what just, actually is going to be The thing is, I have a hard time believing that, I mean, that's your family. They're not going to just be like, okay, we'll get out. Right. But it's going to be really hard when you show up and you're by yourself and they're like oh where's your husband well, and man, you're what are you like say? you've got to tell the truth yeah you're I mean, like well, you lie. well and any chance of you yeah. lying lying your way out of this one you think um i not unless i said my ex-husband was dead or something oh. right <laughs> yeah well i was thinking maybe like well he had to go to his family's house or something for thanksgiving why do they you go know? to separate thanksgivings if they're married years. that's okay. not even make there's no yeah. lies to be All had right. here here's the plan is i do want to talk to you after our break is over which will be next monday yeah. okay I'm nervous that's a very tense holiday situation yeah. i feel bad is that cool that's great i want you to get three free gifts three free gifts that should be a chant three free gifts three free gifts Talking about with HelloFresh, this is the best Black Friday offer that we've, uh, well, it's the best offer, but it's a Black Friday offer from our friends at HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. I am a huge proponent, proponent? I'm a huge fan of meal kits because they make your life so much easier. And HelloFresh is cheaper than going to the grocery store. So what's like not to love about this, right? Especially right now, the holidays are about to get super hectic. So why in the world would you want to spend one more trip going to the grocery store when you're already going to have to go Thanksgiving shopping, Christmas shopping, Hanukkah shopping, Kwanzaa shopping, whatever it is. 
HelloFresh keeps things simple with recipes and ingredients that cut out the grocery shopping and limit your meal prep time so you can spend more time doing the festive stuff this holiday season. 50 menu and market items to choose from every single week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, gourmet options, and plenty of variety. And the ingredients travel from the farm to your door within a week, so you're going to get convenience, but you're not you're still going to get the quality too. It's not like it's going to show up rotten on your doorstep. So many people from this podcast use HelloFresh. I hope you go check it out, especially right now. It's a Black Friday offer, best one we've ever had. It is HelloFresh.com slash 14Kramer, 14Kramer. Use the code 14Kramer for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Yeah, HelloFresh.com slash 14Kramer. Use the code 14Kramer for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. And when you do, somebody, I need somebody to do this, please. Because maybe even thinking about doing HelloFresh, I have to know what these three free gifts are. So please do it and let me know. HelloFresh.com slash 14Kramer. The code is 14Kramer. Checking out, all right? Also, this podcast is brought to you today by BetterHelp. BetterHelp Online Therapy and Counseling. This, like, like a moment a moment of Kramer history today is like, like a great reminder of why things like BetterHelp are so necessary. Because like, this is like, this is stuff you shouldn't have to go through alone. You know, you shouldn't have to like wonder like, well, what should I do if my family doesn't want to, you know, wants to disown me. And honestly, I don't remember what happens in part two. So I don't know how the whole story turned out. But sometimes you just need somebody that's unbiased to listen to your issues because your family's too close to it, right? Or your friends are too close to it. I love therapy and I love BetterHelp because it's so convenient. It really does make it easy. It's cheaper than traditional therapy too. So it's really cool. You can connect over video calls. You can just do voice chat. That's what I do is voice chat because I feel weird sometimes looking at your therapist in the eyes. Like what I don't know him, you know what I mean? Like just uh, as an introvert, I just like, yeah, be my space. But I can talk to a mic all the time. Y'all know that. Um, but I hope you'll pass it along or maybe start yourself. You're dealing with depression or stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, uh, LGBT matters, grief or self-esteem. And I mean, uh, so many people have tried out better help too. I know I say that a lot, but I, I get a lot of feedback when you guys try these things. Uh, and this is one that you, I obviously, you know, I'm telling you, how'd your feedback go about your family issues? No, but, um, you'll get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. All right. That's going to do it for today. I'm going to go over here and like brush the hell out of my teeth. You do the same thing to you. Like right when you come home from the dentist, I'm going to be like so cautious for like three weeks, you know, and then I'm sure I'll go back to my just crappy. And I, I feel like I do a good job. Um, if there's anybody from Maryland listening that has a good dentist they want to recommend, I'm just like, well, I don't know. Maybe I got gingivitis. Uh, yeah. So anyway, love you. Thank you so much. You're the best. And give us a call. 888-Kramer8. I want to get some calls about this divorce stuff too, because we're going to talk about that some more tomorrow, like how to talk to your kids about divorce. That's it. I love you. See you tomorrow. Okay. Have a good one. Brand new Ask My Mom tomorrow, too. Goodbye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.